Heavens above, Angelina. Um, excuse me, sir. I'm sure you're very busy, but could you please send word to the lady to grace us with her presence before night falls? Right away, sir. Thank you. I see you're impatient as always, Mr. Springrove. Only because you make me so, Lady Abrahams. Shall we? We shall. Ah, Lady Abrahams, this reminds me. I've gotten word of an invention that might interest you. Go on. Yes, I believe it is called a clock. <laughs> I rather think you'd be suited to invest. Right. Is it so much a crime to go about my day at a leisurely pace? It is when there are places to be. You do plan on being punctual at tonight's ball, yes? Of course. But, Damon? Yes? You're neglecting the obvious. And that is... Your visit with Mr. Williams. Oh, there's nothing to say. <gasps> Damon. Angelina. You simply must tell me everything. Now that is improper. I am certainly not one to kiss and tell. Of course. <laughs> but it is tempting. It is good for you to succumb to temptation every now and then. Lady Abrahams, you are incredibly persistent. One of my many virtues. Quite. Mr. Springrove, you're stalling. Well, since it seems I'm not going to be able to evade your prodding... My prodding? I may well get on with it. So, as you know, I have been meeting Mr. Williams on a semi-regular basis. Still in the stables, I presume? You're getting ahead of me. This is my story, is it not? Uh, apologies. But yes, in the stables. Colin, he has such a way with animals. I've never seen the horses so content. Or someone so content with horses, for that matter. Just the way he carries himself. It's with such intent and genuine passion for life and his vocation. It really is transfixing, Angelina. Naturally, my words can't properly communicate it without you being present in the moment. Now it's certainly improper for me to watch your lover, Mr. Springrove. Now you know that's not the meaning I intended to convey. No matter, I want you to meet him because... I'd love to meet him. Because he's asked me to marry him. <gasps> Damon, that's fantastic! Lady Abrahams, might I remind you that we are in public. You did accept, though, correct? <laughs> Naturally. He brought me on a trail ride to the gorgeous clearing in the wood and proposed there. <gasps> that ring is... 
Titanic. Isn't it? It's a family heirloom of his, and he's been giving riding lessons the way he is with children. is just the most adorable, so he can collect the funds to properly refurbish it, as it was not left in the greatest condition after his father had it on the front. But, Angelina, given this, how are we supposed to maintain appearances of our arrangement? Damon, with all due respect, you deserve to revel in this. This is fantastic news, and I am so deeply, truly happy for you. I cannot think of a more deserving man. And we will figure something out. We always do. I don't know where I'd be without you, Angelina. And I you. So, about the ball. <gasps> the ball! Tell me more about your engagement soon, yes? Absolutely. I cannot express how much your support means to me. Right, Lady Abrahams, I will be around this evening for the ball. Thank you once again for accompanying me, Mr. Springrove. I'd never miss it. Extend my wishes to your family. And I yours. Welcome back, Lady Abrahams. How was your promenade? Ah, it was lovely. Thank you. Mr. Springrove extends his regards. Is my father well? Yes, he is in his study. <laughs> Splendid. The pleasure is mine, my lady. reputation precedes me. Forgive me, I do not believe we are acquainted. It's no fault of yours. I'm a new astronomy student of your father's. Oh? I wasn't aware that he was accepting students again. I've been told I'm his first and only in a while. Well then, I'm excited to hear of your exploits, Miss... Uh, Mr... Whatever the lady prefers. And it's Adrian Kastrovich. Uh, oh... Pleasure making your acquaintance, Mix Casterbridge. I'm sure we shall be seeing more of each other. I look forward to that. Oh, and Mr. Casterbridge? Yes, my lady. Thank you for being kind to my father. Having a new student will do him much good. 
it's truly an honor to work with him. Well, I must be going. Oh, you mustn't let me keep you. Goodbye, Lady Abrahams. Goodbye, Miss Casterbridge. father. Ah, Angelina, how was your walk? What are you doing in that corner? Sit, sit. It was lovely. But father, I see you have a new student. Who? Oh, Airdred. Yes, yes, very brilliant, very courteous. Angelina, darling, has Mr. Springrove yet asked you for your hand? Or do I have to go over there and rough all of you proverbial feathers? <sighs> Father, I... I jest, I jest, but... Angelina, you're my only child, and I know you're not going to carry the family name, which I fully respect your decision to do so. But Damon is a nice boy from a nice family, and I just want my special girl to be happy. Father... I quite frankly have no idea why he hasn't asked me for your hand already. I cannot see any reason that he would not desire- Father, me. he's already engaged to be married. Oh. To whom? I... I'm afraid I'm not at liberty to say. Oh dear sweetheart, how are you taking this news? Um, pardon? Of the Springrove's boy engagement. Surely you're distraught over him of all people, promising himself to another, and a secret engagement no less. <laughs> you thought. Wait, wait. <laughs> the Damon. <laughs> and I. And I. Liked each other intimately. Goodness gracious, Angelina. If you don't have romantic feelings for Damon Springgroves, do you have them for any man? <sighs> no, father. I... I don't think I do. I... beg your pardon? I'm not certain of who exactly I have feelings for, and I can imagine many futures for myself, but... I... don't think any of them involve me marrying a man. <sighs> Angelina, you know I adore you more than anything in the world, but you're my only heir, and you being my child is the greatest blessing I could wish upon anyone. Father, I do not know where you're going with this. I just want you to be happy, little dove. <sighs> and I'm I'm just now realizing that all ideas of happiness do not quite align. Can you help me understand? I do not see myself in a traditional relationship. This means that I will not be carrying on the family name. This you are aware of, of course. However, whether or not I 
will produce an heir is yet to be determined. Surely you are aware that there are other means of doing so, if that is something my spouse is inclined to do. Otherwise, I am not sure where my future will lead, which is something that I find exciting. I know you find uncertainty frightening, but it doesn't have to be. Angelina, how did you get so wise? Likely from years of listening to you. I love you, little dove. Thank you for being patient with me. I love you too, father. I imagine you have some work to attend to, considering the fact that you have a new student. Oh, yes, that is incredibly correct. <laughs> well, I will leave you to that then. Thank you. You're decently punctual this evening, Lady Abrahams. Well done. I tried my best, Mr. Springrove. I knew you'd suffer a stroke. God forbid. If I was even tardier than this morning. Truly the least you could do. <laughs> so? So? Any updates on your wedding? Christ, Angelina, it's been mere hours. Mr. Springrove! Taking the Lord's name in vain? Why, I never... Well, you're hardly a nun yourself, my lady. Well, if you're going to withhold wedding information from me... I am not withholding anything. I have some news on my apparently heretical activities. Oh? I'm intrigued. So... My father has taken a new student. Good for him, getting back on the proverbial saddle. I'm not done. This student? They're like no one I've encountered before. Oh no. Oh no, Angelina. I've just... never seen someone so suave. Who carries themselves with such... such... Tenacity and Angelina. She's just so sure of herself, you know? It's refreshing. Angelina. What? Angelina, you're in love. What? No, I'm not. I don't know where you get such wild ideas, Damon. Really? You're practically gasping for breath when you speak of this person. Oh no. I don't have time to be in love right now. Damon, I've things to do! 
What's their name? Adrid Casterbridge. Adrid Casterbridge. Now that's quite a name. <laughs> it says Damon Springrove. <laughs> Touche for that one. Would what do you I like do to be made of honor at my wedding? Present tonight. Sorry? I was just asking if you'd like to be the maid of honor at mine and Colin's wedding. It's a bit of a shotgun affair, naturally, and there won't be very many guests in attendance, but it'd be really special if you said a few words there. Damon, it'd be an honor. Sorry, I've completely spoken over you. What were you meaning to say? Oh, well, now it'll sound silly. Angelina. Uh, I was just realising that there is a strong possibility that Mix Casterbridge will be at tonight's event, and I'm completely unsure of what to do if we see each other. I'd imagine you'd talk to them. But what if we're not on that level yet? She initiated the first conversation with me. And what if he was just being pleasant? Well, we are being pleasant right now, are we not? Yes. And did this conversation you had with Mr. Casterbridge feel the same? No, it didn't. It felt more... Sacred. Like there was something more. Like I was supposed to be there, and I didn't want it to end. That's more than pleasantries, isn't it? A bit. <laughs> when Colin and I first started visiting each other, it was very secretive. It still is, naturally. And I suppose we've become complacent, in a way. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's like we were both learning a new dance that we'd only ever seen from afar. And a dance that was never performed by people... by people like us. But after a while, we both stopped caring about the choreographed rules and expectations that weren't made for people like me or Colin or, or you, for that matter. And it just felt so right. We became a little sloppier with our cover-ups, of course, but we both felt so much happier. Colin was practically glowing. Like you said, we felt like we were supposed to be meeting with each other, and that we belonged. I can only hope that Adred continues to bring these sentiments to you, and that you can bring them to him. Lady Abrahams, are you crying? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like my handkerchief for your makeup? 
yes, please. Lady Abrahams, Mr. Springrove? We'll be right out. Uh, Apologies. All right. Are you ready, Lady Abrahams? I believe so. Just deep breaths. Chin up. Remember what we talked about and you'll be right as rain. Right. Okay. Shall we? We shall. Oh, I've forgotten how lively these events were. See, I knew you'd be okay once you got in. We'll have... (laughs) Mr. Williams! Hi. I I didn't know you'd be here. (laughs) Neither did I, quite frankly. (laughs) Care to elaborate? Hmm? Oh, sorry. One of my student's chaperones was unable to attend tonight, so I stepped in. I believe she's off dancing with one of her many suitors. A secret lover, perhaps? Well, that is very noble of you, Mr. Williams. It's lovely to see you here, really. (laughs) I'm glad you get to see that I am in fact capable of cleaning up my appearance when I'm outside of the stables. Well, I think you look very handsome in the stables. Oh my god, just go, Damon. I beg your pardon? You two should enjoy the night together. I'm sure Colin won't be overly busy with his student, assuming she's the young lady in yellow absolutely having the time of her life with that Alamande. <laughs> yes, that would be our Eloise. But Lady Abrahams... If Damon and I spend tonight together, what of yourself? I will be fine. Right. Well, if you're certain. I am. (laughs) Well then, I'll meet you at the end of the night. Perfect. I'm going to skulk around like a mysterious beast now. Enjoy yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Lady Abrahams, is that you? Forgive me, my eyes aren't the greatest in the dark. <gasps> Mr. Casterbridge, you've got me off guard. Yes, I do tend to have that effect on people. But, Lady Abrahams, are you enjoying yourself at the party? Are you alright? You're a bit far from the heart of the affair. I could ask the same about yourself. 
Ah, these events are often a little much for me. They're fun for a moment, but then everything starts to become irritating. Thankfully, it tends to be well into the evening when that happens, so I can come outside and admire the stars. That's very fair. They are beautiful tonight, aren't they? What? The stars? Yes, it's a perfectly clear night for them. How many do you think there are? Well, on a clear night, one can see roughly 2,000 at a time. 2,000?! Yes, and it's very likely that there are even more than that, which our telescopes have yet to reach. Does your work ever frighten you, Adrit? To be constantly accosted with humanity's insignificance? <laughs> My, you do have a flair for the dramatics, Lady Abrahams. <laughs> Always. But yes and no. There is more out there than we can ever find out in our lifetimes. I think we will always be uncertain of the cosmos in some respects. But there is a certain beauty in that. To know that you're making a small dent in man's innate thirst for knowledge of the stars. Perispera ad astra and such. Well, that is a very noble profession, Mix Casterbridge. And I cannot think of a more suited person to do that. Come with me. What? Come with you where? Trust me. I would not do this for anyone else. Is that a yes? Yes, Adred. I presume it is. Splendid. I must warn you, it is a bit of a trek. Well, I clearly have on my trekking shoes. It'll be worth it, I promise. I can carry you, if need be. <laughs> okay. I should have known we were headed here. I haven't been to the observatory since I was a little girl. If you enjoy the view on the steps of the estate, you'll be absolutely at a loss for words up here. Here, come look. It's beautiful. What exactly am I looking at? That, my lady, is a close binary star system. Sirius, technically. Does that mean they circle each other? Yes, exactly. They grow and change alongside each other and transfer mass back and forth when they're nearby. That's lovely. Almost as if they're childhood friends. I'm usually against anthropomorphizing celestial bodies, but yes. 
It's always so fulfilling to find times when human nature mimics the heavens. You and Mr. Springrove are similarly special to one another, correct? Like these stars? <laughs> We've certainly been through a lot together, and have become stronger for it. So, in a way, yes. Like these stars. It's wonderful that the two of you have found each other. Forgive me if this is forward, but is your relationship more than that? More than what? Are you two exclusively friends? Say something untoward? <laughs> no, no. It, it's just that so many people assume this of us, and I think it's incredibly humorous. Yes, yes, we are exclusively friends. I am not attracted to Damon in that sense, and neither is he for me. So... The two of you are of a similar persuasion? Yes, I'd say we are. And I'm assuming you are as well? Yes, I am. Now, forgive me if this is untoward. I'd love it if you'd kiss me right now. Now that, Lady Abrahams, is something I can gladly provide. Adrid? Hmm? Have you ever seen a comet? I've heard they're a good omen. Well, there was a spectacular one a few years ago. It was visible for nearly an entire year. I was a young student at the time. It was a very tumultuous time for me. I was the only woman in the entire institution for a while, only to discover I wasn't actually a woman. <laughs> and I didn't know how to disclose that to anyone, if I even should do so. But that comet was in the air the entire time, almost as an unstoppable, ever-present beacon of hope, of something in some time better. I've yet to see a comet as brilliant as that, but seeing parts of myself thriving and happy and you and Damon Springrove and Colin Williams fills me with a similar hope. Placing your hopes in the heavens seems to be so cathartic. Thank you for introducing that to me. Thank you for introducing yourself to me. They're certainly stunning to gaze upon. <sighs> yes, they are.
Tranthologies is a trans anthology podcast distributed by the Listless Network and produced by Alex Abrahams. Gaze Upon was written and directed by Zoe Davis with audio editing by Alex Abrahams. In today's episode, you heard the voices of Moira Juliet Scott as Angelina Abrahams, Necrotica Trash Whore as Percival Abrahams, Ronan Fernsel as Adrid Casterbridge, Alex Abrahams as Damon Springgrove, Eden J. Storm as Colin Williams, and Zoe Davis as the staff. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to tune in tomorrow for The Daughter of the Dawn by Lou. But until then, remember, dear listener, you must allow me to tell you how ardently I love and admire you. <laughs>